Increasingly blurring work-life boundaries are making it difficult and stressful for most of us to toe that fine line of balance. In an effort to put our 100% in everything, we often overpromise and burn out. But that balance is possible if we understand and make peace with a few things. The power couple on today's episode, Mithun and Tirtha, tell us how they manage high-octane careers, parenting and relationship. This is a Be Unstoppable podcast about stories worth telling of people who are living wholesome lives, overcoming obstacles, following their passion and changing the world. It's about people like you and me who found it in themselves to be unstoppable. Hi and welcome to the Be Unstoppable podcast. I'm Supriya your host and today we're talking about power couple parenting with Mithun Apaya and Tirsa Uthappa. Mithun has had an illustrious career in the FMCG space and he's currently the CEO and executive director of Innovative Foods that basically goes by the brand name Sumeru. Tirtha on the other hand is an entrepreneur who spent a decade in corporate world before she took the plunge and started her own precious jewelry brand Samara. Today Samara Jewelry has over 300 customers and is also an IMB pre-incubated startup. Welcome guys, great to have you here. Hey Supriya, hi. Hey Supriya. Happy to be here. Awesome. So, to get started, you know, my first question is about something that honestly I've struggled to maintain and I I'm sure most of us struggle to do that also, right? You're both extremely career driven people. You're heading corporations and running your own business and you also have two lovely kids, right? So, how do you balance the demands of both these facets of life? Yeah so um okay let me go for this this one uh now i i think i think a lot of times uh, as uh, parents and as uh, as people who are career oriented we end up you know uh, doing a little too much of uh, one of the things either that you are, you are a completely career driven person and you don't focus on your family and kids or you only focus on your family and kids and don't don't do that so i think one of the uh, most important things is to find the right balance uh, and hence one uh, what i personally do is that i don't really uh, go all out with work all the time there are times when that happens but then i make it make a best effort to at least find the right balance out there you know so so that i can also concentrate on family and friends and when it comes back to uh, kids i think uh, one of the most uh, most beautiful things about it is that the times that you spend with them you know is actually like the time you maybe you would spend in a uh, in doing meditation or doing yoga or something like that because they give you all those uh, those things that's necessary to be peaceful and relaxed and calm so i think i think it's not a big deal you know so um, managing both of them if you can balance it out if you can find find enough time uh, finally finally there's time for everything and even now after after so much i still feel that there's so much more time available to do so many more things so balancing is actually uh, you know is something which should come naturally because you should give time for things that is uh, most important in your life and that invariably is uh, three things i believe one is your career one family and friends 
Yeah, so I think, uh, uh, you know, with me, given that, you know, I have my, I run my own business. So in terms of uh, the time and flexibility that I get, uh, I think uh, I'm in a position to kind of take advantage of that. Uh, one thing, of course, I've always uh, made sure and something that I've consciously uh, kind of practiced while even while I was with corporate, because I had my daughter while I was in the corporate, is that I always try and make sure that my children do value the time that they spend with me. So when I say that, what I mean essentially is uh, starting off very early. So my son is four years old, but I think he does understand that, you know, mama has work and that when she's working, I should not be, you know, uh, disturbing her, at least to the best uh, of his, uh, you know, abilities, he tries not to. But I think uh, the point here is that kids need to understand that, especially parents who are working, uh, that they are managing uh, a couple of things at the same time. And the earlier that you can teach your children the value of uh, your time with them, um, I think it's a lot easier because I've always noticed that when I'm spending that kind of time with my children, they do understand that. In fact, they do feel happy, uh, you know, a little extra happy that, you know, mama is spending those extra three hours today with us or four hours today with us. But at the same time, understand and respect the fact that there could be days when, you know, mama may not be able to spend that kind of time with us. So I think if we're able to strike that balance, uh, then you know, somebody trying to manage family, kids and, uh, you know, your career, you're much more at peace uh, the minute you're able to kind of put this forward to kids. So this is something I have personally practiced and this has helped me kind of, uh, you know, strike that balance between career and kids. I think those are actually two very important points, right? Setting your priorities right in life first. And then, of course, setting boundaries around those priorities to sort of say, you know, this is how it's going to work and letting your kids know and participate in those decisions uh, obviously makes this balancing act a little bit more easier, right? But still, you know, uh, sometimes all of us have overlapping commitments, right? And I know just, for instance, um, as an entrepreneur, for me as well, managing time is slightly easier because I work at my own pace, right? But in the middle of the yeah. pandemic, you know, when the support system sort of just crumbled, you know, we don't have enough help, you know, uh, schools are closed, etc. So then things get a little rough, right? And any instances of rough times that you've dealt with and how did you do that? Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, rightly said, uh, there have been some tough times. Um, and I think more so on the work front, uh, because obviously a lot of uh, businesses have uh, seen unusual circumstances, uh, especially, uh, you know, not precedented at all. So I think just managing that uh, mentally uh, has been quite challenging. Uh, but I think uh, through this, one thing I consciously started, you know, to do was uh, kind of engage myself with maybe an activity which would kind of um, help me uh, calm down and, you know, just find my peace a little more. Uh, and I think what I really started doing was reading a lot more. So while I used to read, uh, to, you know, to some extent earlier on, I've consciously made it a habit and a practice now to read a lot more. And what that's really doing to me is, I think, just uh, helping me, uh, you know, maintain my calm, just kind of get my thoughts in place. And more importantly, make sure that I'm not really passing on any of, uh, you know, the tensions that I'm having at the work front, you know, back with the children or, uh, you know, to do with the family. Uh, because uh, I think that's really important. There were times initially because of, uh, you know, the situations, the rough times that we are exp uh, experiencing in the business, uh, I would see myself, you know, unusually 
uh, angry with the kids or just being irritated at the drop of a hat and a lot of things you know and you realize that uh, it's really not them but it's you uh, that is you know kind of uh, bringing out this behavior in yourself so yeah one thing that i did was consciously start reading a lot more to try and find my uh, peace you know apart from exercising and things like that uh i think on the on the family front i wouldn't say rough times but yes the kids did get to experience uh, unusual times uh, within the family as well where like you rightly said you know support system crumbled and we all had to land up doing a lot of things that we weren't doing earlier on so more than rough times i think uh, more with family it was more challenging times because you know we had to take up the challenge of sweeping swabbing cooking vessels managing kids work all of it uh but i think it also depends on how you kind of take it while for a lot of people it was you know oh my god we're doing this 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 and it's really getting on uh i think i felt a sense of achievement through all of this because i felt really good that i was able to manage to do all of the or rather we were all able to do all of it you know from vessels to clothes to cooking to spending time to kind of looking into work managing work so i kind of really got a high out of the fact knowing that i was capable of so much more so that was a good thing and for kids especially i think uh, it helped them because they saw um, you know so both uh, mithun and myself do a lot more things that that the, you know what they've usually seen us do because on a normal day when business is as usual you have your support system you have your help so kids just see you do you know a couple of things but uh, they saw another side to us which they hadn't seen earlier and it's good in a way because it's it helped us inculcate a few uh, you know habits with them as well so like my daughter it's now a habit that after she finishes her meals she washes up her own plates and her cups her glasses whatever she has used so i think in a way some of these activities that we've done together as a family has also helped us kind of overcome some of these uh, you know challenging times yeah i think i i agree with uh, most of what teetha said only to add in i think uh, at work for example i had quite a tough uh, month of april uh, going through the whole uh, whole pandemic and how, how to really get the organization in shape and you know so many people uh, people their performances etc um but then i i think uh, everything comes with a silver lining one of the things what i also figured out is that uh, it's it's really essential uh, that you involve yourself in a lot more things that happens uh, on a on a daily basis on the home front and when you do that you actually realize that you know it's uh, it's something that is very important because your kids learn out of what they see and what what you what you really do and um, and it's not really been really been a tough patch but then i think those two uh, two months uh, early early two months april and may really gave me a sense of uh, saying that you know a lot of these things can be managed a lot better if we actually put our hands hands in together otherwise you're so so dependent on on all your support system that you really forget forget that you know when when you do it is when your kids Uh, see and learn so that is one one thing which which happened but otherwise i i don't i i didn't feel i i don't i i didn't feel nor nor do i feel that it is a rough patch really i think uh, i think i'm really happy in one way uh, you know that uh, we get so much time now to be with family and you know spend time together get to know kids get to know each other and also spend a lot more time discovering our own own homes and in our own kids so i i i look at it in the in in a, in a more positive uh, framework i think that's amazing to know honestly because 
quite a lot of people that I've you know spoken to are really dealing with so much of stress because of the household chores that have suddenly piled up right to really hear a positive spin on it is quite heartening honestly and you know I've noticed for sure like both of you mentioned you know um, people are doing a lot more new things and people are involving their kids a lot more into things that they're doing and again maybe that's the you know secret to you know, uh, striking that elusive balance kind of a thing. But, and here's one more thing I really wanted to, you know, get your perspective on, which is, uh, and uh, again, this is coming from my experiences, you know, maybe it's the background that I come from, but a lot of my friends and family, once they become parents, they sort of uh, become parents first and everything else after. So their role as parents is, takes priority over everything in their life. But I've noticed that, you know, you two have be, been very sorted about that, you know. And I just wanted to um, talk to you a little bit more about how do you retain your own identity through this and how do you keep your relationship going uh, along with everything else that's happening around you? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, like I rightly said, uh, these are things that you, you know, hear more than often, you know, especially let's say when even couples are just planning to have kids or, you know, thinking about going that uh, path, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, I personally feel that, you know, there's a lot that's made out of this, uh, you know, saying that, are you prepared to be parents? You know, are you ready for it? Are you mentally prepared emotionally, financially, all of that. Uh, But my take on it really is, I think uh, it's not that big a deal, frankly, you know, so yes, you, you become parents, you learn through the whole uh, journey and uh, you know, you, uh, it, it's a it's a first for uh, you know both right so it's nothing that you've uh, kind uh, kind of had any previous experience of but I think uh, like I think what's really worked for us and especially for me is uh, I've never made it a big deal so uh, when I um, you know had uh, Samara my daughter um, I was working till like uh, I think the second last day that I was due for delivery I was driving up to work I did everything as normally as I could I mean uh, thankfully I did have a a normal pregnancy as well so that helped but I think it was never a big deal saying that you know I'm pregnant or now I'm going to you know I'm, I'm going through so much and therefore I need that uh, you know special attention it was normal it was something that had to happen uh, you know as due course and I dealt with it as normally um, I think even after I had uh, Shaurya my son uh, of course then I was I had started on my entrepreneurial journey so in fact with my second child it was more of uh, I would say a little more uh, stressing in that sense because I had him and my venture kind of take off around the same time uh, but frankly I believe that it's all in our mind when we and when I say that what I mean is it's how big you want to make of it so if if for you it's like a big thing that you've become a parent um, and you know how do I manage all of this I think every element of that will kind of look like a big deal to you but if you kind of just take it in your stride and you know you take it as part of the course of life it's that much more easier Uh, and because I believe in it that way I think somewhere I never lost my identity so I always was very sure that you know yes this is what I want to do but I was also very sure from day one that I just don't want to be, let's say, you know, a wife, a mother or just a career person, right? I was always very clear that I have different roles in my life to play and I should play all of that to whatever best capacity I can. Now, I'm not striving to become a 100% uh, you know, mother or I'm not striving to become like a 100% career woman or a 100% wife or a daughter or any of those roles because I think it's not possible for a person to be 100% across. So I think as long as we make 
peace with that and we accept and understand that much earlier on that helps a lot as an individual uh, i also know a lot of people uh, i think with kids um who somehow after having children uh, find it uh, you know really difficult or maybe consciously don't really uh, plan out things where they leave the kids out you know so and i think a lot of them also go through an entire guilt trip if at all they plan a, a trip or they plan on um, you know just spending time together uh, the kids are always involved while uh, it's a good thing to have kids involved uh, you know in in activities and family outings definitely but i think it's also important for a couple especially after becoming parents to be able to spend that kind of time with each other and um, i think we have uh, always consciously done that um, in fact when our daughter was um, i think going to be about 2 years we did take uh, you know 15 to 20 days off and we just spent uh, you know time together on our vacation uh i think as a parent what's important is yes you make sure that you make the necessary arrangements for your child you you know make sure that the support system is there if your family is around have the family in place so that you are at peace when you're away from your child but i think most importantly like i said it's important to spend that time and it's very important to spend that time without having to feel guilty about it so i think a lot of parents uh, do not choose to do that uh, because either they're not able to overcome the guilt that we've left our child behind but what that might really do is uh, i don't think it does any great for the relationship because uh, you need as a couple you definitely need that time off uh, to just spend with each other without uh, you know the children around because why, when the children are there i mean we've gone you know for a lot of uh, times when we go out on vacations and when children are there it is it is a lot of fun and it is it is a lot of joy but it is a lot of responsibility that you're also uh, you know you have as a parent you know making sure they're eating on time sleeping on time and while yeah some vacations you definitely enjoy doing all of that but you definitely need some of those times when you don't have to really worry about any of that so i think uh, it's really important you plan out so we as a couple always uh, in fact i insist a lot more and i think uh, you know uh, uh, it, it's only good that we plan out some of these uh, outings that just uh, you know him and me go out for without the kids uh, and the kids also realize that and now they're a little older Uh, so they do understand that you know uh, mom and dad uh, probably have gone out it could be a simple thing i'm so i'm not saying really it has to be a vacation but it could even mean you know you go out for a dinner or you go you know uh, just a small getaway a weekend thing it doesn't have to really be anything elaborate but just taking that time out for yourself without having to feel guilty i think is extremely important i i think that it is it is a choice that you make in life and i think we're all driven by the choices that we make and to be a parent also is a is a, is a choice that you make and you shouldn't be forced into it nor should you just think that you'll get into it and then maybe maybe figure out how it is uh, what i mean is that you have to be prepared to be a parent and it's it's a beautiful thing according to me and uh, we we have two kids so we thought of becoming parents for the second time you know so because we realized that it's not a great deal really because the more you fuss about it the more you crib about it the more you freak out about it you know you will only keep doing that so my my whole belief is that i think i think uh, a lot of parents do go overboard you have to just stay calm and be at it yes uh, once you have a kid that kid is your responsibility and hence you have to fulfill that responsibility but then to what extends you fulfill fulfill should be uh should be decided by you as a parent and not by somebody else who is not a parent really because you get a lot of uh, you you get a lot of 
tips you get a lot of suggestions and all of that from fellow parents or your you know elders and things like that but what you can do is what you should do is my belief and from a identity perspective i don't think uh, you know uh, people lose their identity after they become parents that's they might end up losing because they give virtually everything and anything to uh, you know just doing parenting that's a loss of balance so you have you also need to do couple of other things which uh, which you you should do for your own self developing your own career developing your own self you know spending time with uh, friends family uh, and it's not and kids is not the beginning and end of the world is is what i believe you know so it's all about balance it's all about the choice that you make and i think i think the you know the time you start chilling it taking it a little more easy and let the kids be no problem you know everything will be fine you know and they they naturally grow up they naturally learn they observe they see uh, they learn from the environment you know you don't need to really freak out so my whole belief is that uh, identity you don't let your identity uh, you know take a beating uh, by just focusing only on the kid balance it out and i think i think they grow up and they become wonderful people after that I think I uh, also follow the same train of thought, honestly, because um, I personally believe that um, the more you let your children free, the more they learn how to do things on their own, and then they grow up to be more independent yeah. people. And the more you fuss over them, you know, the more they get get dependent on you. And then when they grow up and they face life, they're you know really not prepared for it. Correct. So you know, I'm I'm completely on board with that line of thought. But I also realize that um, because i've seen it happen um that often and these are probably this question is more for you right uh, and like how mithun also mentioned there are a lot of people who are giving advice or giving you know opinions about how you should raise your own kids and you know they have they sit on uh, you know judgment over your choices right. and your decisions right and for right. some it's very easy to get overwhelmed with that and i really like that point that you made about guilt you know that you need to spend time with yourself but also not feel guilty about it but a lot of people do get sort of mired in that guilt right so for me as well you know when i hired help to take care of adi because being a single parent of course i need the support system around right and a lot of mm-hmm. people sort of frowned upon that and said you know if you wanted a help to take care of him why did you have him in the first place and if right yeah <laughs> if it was somebody who's not like me you know who doesn't care to hoots about what other people are saying because they are not stepping in to help right um then it's very mm-hmm. easy for example a friend of mine has left her job and she's you know just spending the entire time raising her child so did you ever feel that mother's guilt or were you ever made to feel that mother's guilt and how did you deal with that Oh yes absolutely i think uh, you know um, at some point or the other as uh, mothers uh, no matter you know who you really hang out with i mean you might think you're hanging out really with the most open minded people who are you know so the people of today but then you get to hear these kind of comments and you know uh, in a way judgments also being passed about the choice that you would make of let's say having a helping hand you know uh, especially when it comes to being with your children so uh, yes to answer your question yes i've had uh, you know comments being passed in fact uh, you know as i mentioned uh, you know when uh, mithun and me uh, you know decide to take off for 
about when we did uh, take off on our holiday when my, our daughter was probably uh, less than less than 2 years old i had somebody and and these are questions that get specifically asked to the mother uh, you know for some odd reason uh, so i definitely had questions being asked saying that you know how how can you actually go on a trip uh, you know without having your child with you uh, or for that matter i actually have uh, you know so i in order to kind of uh, uh, you know keep my sanity at times for me meeting my friends catching up and having that mean time is extremely important extremely important and uh, i don't feel guilty about it at all in fact so much so that we also as you know so we, i have this uh, you know a, a bunch of great friends and we've taken off on trips you know where uh, mithun has stayed back and he's you know managed the kids so i've had comments being passed there saying that uh, i mean how is he managing or how how can you be traveling as a mother i mean you've left both of them behind so i think what i've really realized uh, over a period of time is uh, and frankly what i've done is i've i've not responded to these questions or these statements because i realized uh, there is no point uh, you know responding to that because i don't think uh, it would be convincing um and you know you'd rather just be wasting a lot of energy trying to explain something to somebody who is definitely not on the same level of understanding as you so i think uh, what i've really valued a lot is i uh, you know the belief that everybody thinks that there is a certain way of parenting and each one to their own i also believe that you know each one thinks that their way of parenting is the right way uh, what i would really appreciate for people to do is i think respect that so the way i see it is the people who ask these kind of questions to you or make judgments of the fact uh, that you know you either have a help or you know how come you're not there 24 by 7 with the child are people who are somewhere not respecting the way you have chosen parenting and thinking that their way of parenting is the best so i think as a and this is more about you growing up more as an individual right you kind of uh, you know having a, you know a, a wider thought to this than being uh, you know on a single track saying that if if i've have a, had a child then i have to quit everything that i have and just be with the child 24 by 7 in fact i completely agree with you supriya where you say that i also come from the same uh, thought process that I want to spend time with my child yes I want that time to be you know qualitative yes but at the same time I do not want the child to be totally dependent on me that is not how I want to bring up my child and that is my choice of parenting so I think it's extremely important that we all respect each person's way of parenting because the minute you do that then you really are not passing comments or judgments or even you know thinking in terms of well, how come he is bringing up the child this way or how come she is bringing up the child this way so yes this is something which is i think ongoing it will take quite some time for people to actually be okay with the fact that there could be nannies around you know looking after the children while the mother is also going out and working and or, or forget working or the fact that the mother is just going out and you know spending time with her friends and coming back and she's left you know a child behind i think what people fail to realize is while mothers might step out and do all of this i think the innate quality of mothers is always somehow there that you make the necessary arrangements now what your arrangement is is very subjective right like for me the arrangement is making sure my nanny is there making sure the supplies are there at home my nanny doesn't have to you know leave the child and run around for things so those are the kind of arrangements that i would do you know for somebody else nanny may not come in the picture at all for them their arrangement could be you know making sure that their mother is at home you know so nanny is not in the scene at all so each one to themselves and i think as mothers especially we should respect that and you know really not try and overpower another person saying that this is the way of parenting very true honestly because um i i really appreciate that point about respecting people's choices in parenting and in every other aspect of life also but there was a very interesting point that you made you know about how these questions are mostly asked for mothers and how 
it's going to take a lot of time for people to adjust that there are nannies in the picture i think it's going to take them even longer to uh, figure out that there are fathers in the picture <laughs> because somehow, <laughs> in this culture fathers are somehow just very considered very incompetent about children you know oh how is the guy going to take right. care of them? i mean <laughs> well it's not rocket science yeah. <laughs> On that note, we'll take a short break and we'll come back very soon. So stay stay tuned for more. You're listening to the Be Unstoppable podcast and we are talking to Mithun Appaya and Titha Uttapa. While they tell us how they managed to walk the tightrope between career and parenting, you must go check out Titha's precious jewelry brand Samara. This is a bespoke precious jewelry brand that creates handcrafted, customized and personalized jewelry just the way you want it so if you want your personality to shine through in your jewelry go check out her jewelry store the link is in the episode description don't miss it so we're back um and taking that straight forward we were talking about you know how uh, people balance their careers their work how do we deal with other people passing judgments and advice and how to make your conscious choice about parenting right so now coming back to some questions specific to children um i would like to ask you guys you know uh, something which is very unique to the time that we're living in you know uh, suddenly there's this pandemic and we're all stuck at home and kids um are not very you know used to it right so how have your kids reacted to your sudden presence at home all the time you know have they asked questions about what's going on so i think uh, for us fortunately uh, i think the start of the pandemic we were uh, lucky enough to kind of be uh, you know locked up uh, uh, at our hometown in kook so that kind of turned out to be an advantage because the kids really got a lot of the outdoors uh, initially and then you know then we came back home and here of course now uh, you know we are, we are all indoors uh so yeah i mean kids do uh, they are aware because you know they they do hear the news and they do uh, uh, hear us talk to each other and they have questions in terms of you know uh, how come the school hasn't started or how come we are doing some of these things online but i think uh, a, a very interesting thing about kids that i think uh, you know we have noticed uh, specifically i have noticed during the lockdown is um i think they are the most flexible uh, and the most adaptable uh, human beings right i mean the smaller versions of them because uh, while we as adults you know a lot of us have been going crazy with the kind of lockdowns and pandemic and the sudden change and all of it because obviously we are a lot more concerned we have a lot more to do but i think the the change in the whole schedule you know no routines or you know schedules going haywire has frankly affected i think the adults a lot more than the kids so the kids are very happy in fact you know not really having a, like a proper schedule or a routine yes i mean the things that they really uh, wonder about is or really want badly is can we go out and play in the corridors or can we go down and play in the play area or can we just take a you know go cycling so those are definitely things that they miss but i think at the same time um the kids are okay with the fact that i'm glad my toys are there i'm glad that vessel is there in the kitchen that i can just beat up and hear some sound so i think uh, at least in our case what we've seen is i think they're okay they do ask about it at times uh, saying that uh, you know is everything okay or you know when can we go out because they really haven't stepped out so apart from that i think for them it's it's uh, business as usual i mean they're very happy not having any schedules to follow as such yeah i think um uh 
kids kids actually adapt to uh, situations a lot more faster than adults and that's a known fact and uh, and they're also very very well aware you know uh, for example my 4 year old son he knows that there is corona outside he says there's corona outside so every time every time i'm going to be stepping out he asks me you know uh, wear a mask and go and he asks me uh, you know can i come along with you i'll wear a mask so they are all aware about it and they are all i think uh, i think you know totally aligned to it you know so uh, so they they are they've they've uh, they've got used to it a lot more faster than we adults you know and for us specifically um, like what teetha mentioned the first two months we were in kook so we had a good time because the outdoors was there and you know the wilderness and all of them the kids just loved it we came back to bangalore and the first one week was a little difficult but after that i think they've all totally adapted to the situation you know um, they we actually have a routine for them you know they do their uh, their uh, reading they do their you know they have a play time they have some tv time all of them happens uh, you know not not with precision but it do, it does happen you know and hence hence i think uh, they have got used to it now and also a little bit of online classes videos all of that is happening so i think i i think it is according to me uh, like most people say it's a new normal it, it is existing so not a, not a great deal um, you know actually yes yeah. i think uh, kids are a lot more resilient than we give them credit for in fact um, i was having this conversation with dr rajesh parekh um, in one of my earlier episodes and we were talking about how you know the corona virus is changing the world and uh, you know the conversation came around to children and we said you know uh, this new generation is a lot more resilient of course and a lot more focused on how our world is shaping up to be right so i know your kids yeah. are much younger than of course greta thunbergs of the world but yeah. uh, i also know that you know they they're already they have that consciousness already you know how the world is changing yeah. and how it's shaping up right yeah. so yeah. Yeah. what life lessons have they taught you see for me uh, specifically i think uh, you know my observation is that Uh, one about how flexible they get and how easily they adapt to situation and that's one one lesson which constantly i i learn from uh, from my kids you know and uh, and that's more so shown with the pandemic that has happened you know they have they have got used to it so well and they have got aligned to it so well that you know we i wonder many times you know how how easy is it for them and that's a that's a big learning for me you know is is that you know situations change i think you have to adapt to it quickly and you shouldn't have preconceived notions you know inhibitions and all of those to really uh, uh, change and that's that's one uh, one lesson which which i've learned from them especially during this time other than that it is also about you know uh, appreciating the small things in life you know i think uh, invariably kids do you know when they see see a large toy they want it they want a self driven car but then they are still okay with a with a very small paper bag that they find and you know they are inquisitive about that so another number number two point i feel a life lesson which i have learned uh, after i've uh, spent so much time with my kids is that be happy be contented with the smaller things that you you have and that gives you enough joy so uh, so these two are the other points according to me 
Yeah. So I think I, uh, you know, I'm with uh, Mithun on that. So these two things uh, we've definitely, uh, you know, noticed and observed the fact that, you know, as you mentioned, how flexible they are and, um, you know, how it's really uh, not the big things. Uh, in fact, how kids can just be happy with like the smallest of things. So, you know, like uh, he was saying that when we were uh, in the initial period of the lockdown, uh, our kids were just happy playing with sand, mud, sticks, you know, water in a pond and maybe looking at some fishes and tadpoles and, and they were genuinely happy, you know, which then kind of as a parent, you realize that do you really need to be overloading them with all of, you know, the so-called toys and, you know, gadgets or whatever you think can actually bring happiness when really what, you know, they need are the basics. So I think that has been a great learning that, uh, you know, take a step back and really think through saying that, yes, as a parent, you want to provide the best to your child and you, you know, want to make sure that the child has everything, but what is it, you know? So as a parent, I think that's, that's a great wake up call. Um, I think, uh, 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 I would just like to add to what Mithun said, uh, which I personally noticed was, you know, so as an individual, sometimes I get really worked up and hassled if I realize that, you know, I've not had a productive day. Like I would wake up and, you know, by the end of the day, especially because you're not able to go out and, you know, the workshops have been, you know, closed on and off open. So, you know, that there, there have been those days where I'm really restless simply because I feel that the day has not been productive and, you know, none of the schedules have been met and the routine has gone haywire. So I think one thing I've specifically learned from my kids is it's okay, you know, it's absolutely okay if, you know, there was a day that wasn't productive and it's absolutely okay if your schedule wasn't met and it's even more okay if, you're rut- if you don't have a routine. Because I think I've seen them where they have spent the entire day doing nothing, absolutely nothing, but they've had, you know, the most sound sleep like they would on a normal day. They haven't woken up with an iota of regret and they just, you know, are as cheerful as they were the previous day. So I think it's really small things, but they teach you a lot. And I'm, I'm consciously trying to, you know, kind of uh, see that and learn that saying that, okay, if there are days that I haven't done anything, you know, I'm just going to be, you know, like my child and just be okay with it and really not, uh, you know, have it stress me out in a way that uh, I don't want to be. So I'd rather make peace with the fact and just be okay with it. So I think that that is, you know, point number three for me that they have taught saying that it's okay if things are not going the way you've planned. I think the points that both of you make are made are like, you know, transporting me back to when we were children, right? We were exactly like this, right? We, (laughs) but over the course of time, somehow we've lost that uh, mojo, if I could use that word. I mean, I don't know what it is. Is it the education system? Is it the social system? Or is it just, you know, what is it in that journey to adulthood where we lose this joy for life and the curiosity that Mithun spoke about and this, you know, whole, uh, it's okay if things are not working out and if you're not productive because, you know, you've at least enjoyed the day, right? Um, as probably exactly. many so uh, that's a very probably a curious thing to wonder, you know, what happens in those 15, 20 years uh, that we just lose the whole thing but uh, that those musings aside just a couple of more questions for today um, and I think uh, it's about again you know when you talked about Mithun especially you said you know online learning is happening um, a lot nowadays so of yeah. course a lot of kids are uh, going to go through education in a very different way from what we probably expected and probably because yeah of coronavirus changing this whole model uh, yeah. other than you know the delivery of education i also feel that 
there's probably a lot more emphasis going to be on a different kind of learning altogether, right? Um, yeah. And yeah. Do, you, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, where do you want your kids to go and uh, what's the kind of future you're looking at for your kids? Yeah, so um, see, obviously, like uh, there's enough information and data all around, enough uh, uh, enough organizations, consulting firms have all p- predicted a lot of future on education and stuff like that. Obviously, it's all going uh, the digital route, you know, conversions of, uh, you know, your, uh, you know, all, all whatever you're taught in school is all getting into videos, you know, all, all kinds of formats. Now, obviously, all of this will happen. And, uh, and I think I think one of the things that we really can't do is predict completely because nobody predicted a situation like this. So uh, predictions, maybe you can forecast, but then I think a lot of these are uh, are still on paper. But in in terms of future, what I I see, I I just I just believe that uh, kids uh, kids have to become great human beings. They have to learn from uh, from situations. They have to be resilient. They have to be strong. They have to be you know happy, and they have to be contented with what they have. You know those those learnings can take them a a, a long way. Other than that, obviously, you know, the future future in terms of technology, in terms of the kind of things that they will do, will all will all change, will all reshape, uh, and and there will be so many new elements which will which will turn out, uh, you know, and and those are things which will happen, and I I believe that you know preparing them right now for that, you know, is uh, is something which I I don't want to do. I would rather take this uh, in in very small bits and pieces. I would look at it from the next six month horizon, next next twelve month month horizon. Right now, for my kids at their at their age, you know, maybe maybe look at also also imparting them with uh, areas of focus what they believe they like. You know, so so for example, we've been really dabbling with uh, getting our kids to do coding, for example. You know, but my daughter is not not too keen on doing it. You know, but we we say do coding because you know uh, somebody said somewhere we read saying coding is 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 the future but then she might just want to do music she might just want to do art she just might, might want to do something else so uh me i i'm i'm not really uh getting them prepared for anything really uh, large uh, right now i think uh, i would look at it taking a step at a time and and let them just observe see learn and then their best will come out you know that, that's that's my take on 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 this yeah so i think um, you know as parents yeah like um, he said uh, you know the focus definitely is to kind of encourage the child with whatever or in whichever field his or her strength lies in um, and of course the way uh, like you uh, said supriya the you know the delivery of uh, education definitely has changed and you know probably would also continue to be this way for some time uh, and even when things get better i'm sure a lot of uh, you know the schools and overall just the education system will definitely look at like a hybrid model where they would still probably continue a lot of what they're doing today so while uh, that remains that i think uh, more from in terms of preparing them uh i think uh, the focus and i am uh, you know kind of uh, being a little optimistic there and also hoping for it that you know the education system overall lays a lot more emphasis on life skills for kids uh so 
uh, when I say that, it's not that the schools are not doing it today or it's not that it's not there as part of our education system. But, you know, it's it's obviously not one of your, uh, you know, it's not your core subject. It's not your majors. So but what happens is, yeah, you do have a, you know, a, a class on, let's say, value education. And it's, it's just uh, one class that you probably would have in the whole week. Uh, I am, you know, a little hopeful that that might kind of change uh, going forward because I think this pandemic has, that is one thing that has taught us a lot that, you know, while this pandemic um, occurred, yes, you did take care of yourself and you did take care of your family. And that's great. But, you know, is there even a single person outside of your family that you did take care of? Right. So that I think is very important because um, I think this whole pandemic has also made us realize that materialistic thing is one thing. But that obviously hasn't served any purpose in all of this situation. And maybe what's really come out a lot in the open is the fact of, uh, you know, how uh, humanity or just being considered towards uh, somebody else's uh, you know pains or just being there for somebody now these are things that i think kids uh, in schools are taught but it's like i said it's it's really one of those subjects that you have in the whole week but i am very hopeful and i'm hoping and i think as a parent uh, that is definitely one area that i would want to focus on in whatever way possible because i think some of the other things when it comes to academics or when it comes to sports you know we do have sufficient curriculums and we do have sufficient systems uh, prevailing at present in our education system that kind of takes care of that. In fact, I think it's it's a lot more competitive when it comes to academics and sports. And I think as a parent, sometimes you really, you know, have to struggle to say that, you know, what is that choice that I'm going to make? But uh, I think when it comes to life skills, uh, I'm really hoping that a lot of the education system uh, kind of has uh, something a lot more around these things. And if not, then as a parent, this is uh, something that I would really want to kind of inculcate with kids. And I will definitely have to do this uh, through practice, right? So maybe hopefully when things get better, uh, if, you know, I'm able to take them out to places where they can actually be of help to somebody else, um, I think that experience itself is going to teach them a lot. So for me, definitely the focus will be life skills, uh, you know, given that I think that's what this pandemic really taught a lot of us. I think that's a brilliant point, honestly. So um, since the time Adi's been born, my idea uh, about his education has been to let him live the human experience to its fullest, right? And I've always made this, yeah. uh, I mean, at least he's not yet going to school, but my idea was that academics is not going to be the focus area, uh, but I would rather that he excel in things like survival and life skills and being human and values that actually make us human, right? And it's, it's right. so hard to hear it that other folks are also thinking along the same lines, right? Um, and only if we are able to, you know, inculcate those values in them today, that's that they would even have a future to look forward to, right? Correct. So, yeah. um, amazing talking to both of you, honestly, and um, it it was great. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, it was simply brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for today. having us over. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Do subscribe to stay connected and tune in every Friday on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. See you next week. Increasingly blurring work-life boundaries are making it difficult and stressful for most of us to toe that fine line of balance. In an effort to put our 100% in everything, we often overpromise and burn out. But that balance is possible if we understand and make peace with a few things.
The power couple on today's episode, Mithun and Tirtha, tell us how they manage high-octane careers, parenting and relationship. 